I'll skate and I'll skate slowly in the same direction if you don't mind. Hi, everybody. It's the show. It's Q Talk America. Oh, we are in Studio C for the last time for this season. Even though they they all run together, but we're gonna we're gonna break them up. Programming note. Yeah, the, I like what we call it a season. Uh, you do. That's where you started doing it, actually. So I believe uh, when we come back in August, it's season eight. Are we gonna sign yearbooks later? No. No. Rats. I don't think so. <laughs> I've got my quote all there. You out. had a really good shot of me saying something nice today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but craft. But service. you missed it. So it's back to fuck you. I was you. gonna write. Thanks for the laugh. Yeah. Have a cool summer. Yeah. No, but uh, never, never change. Never change. Stay sweet. Yeah, yeah. Cute. stay cute and sweet. No, but uh, the nice thing is for our final <laughs> show, cra- craft services, otherwise known as Doug, has supplied us with another lemon cake that's sitting oh, in the kitchen, which is true. lovely. Yes, that's, uh, I'm looking forward to more lemon cake mm-hmm. later. Oh, and speaking of lemon, I think this has kind of got lemony. It's a theme um, tonight. As Marnie is on assignment, well, no, she's on assignment. She and her girlfriend already started their summer staycation somewhere. She's, some a, she's allegedly med- I liked. I liked the message she sent me yesterday because she assumed that we were already going to be on <laughs> On summer break, yeah. and we just decided it last week. So she's like, "I'm already gone. Like well, it's we, already we done." Pretty much do take the same like three weeks off. No, so. right? It's right yeah, around it's, July. It's usually uh, the month August. of July, give or take. Right, somewhere in there. So since she's not here and she quit drinking, so we got to uh, empty the refrigerator. She, right, she left four beers in the fridge. Well, now I feel I'm left out. Well, well then you should more. go get one. There's two more. There's two in there. Help so. yourself. Mention my name. <laughs> <laughs> It's a twist, and it's a twist-off cap, cat. So you're you're safe in all measures. Oh, I wasted all that time with a goddamn bottle opener. <laughs> <laughs> That's ten seconds. I can't get back. Well, <laughs> Although I would have spent the same ten seconds trying to unscrew, unscrew the top. The top so. I understand. Oh, I don't know if Doug is I think a. We're gonna oh, call that a foot. Thank Doug, you. No, she read my mind. Will that go with your She's salad? She's a psychic. It well, will. Your we're, summer we're summer, summer refreshing salad. It is. It's lovely. <laughs> I actually, I you almost, can get them at AJ's. I actually almost we're sent you. Now enjoy. that we're starting with food again, oh no! Um, I actually almost sent you a text <laughs> earlier today asking yeah. you to pick me up something, and I'm like, he won't go today. Of course, no. Look at that. I'll always Sorry. go to the store. It's quite all right for you. I'll somehow live. I actually, because my day ran up as much as I wanted to plan, and I tried oh. to plan and get it all together. Look at me. I'm sad. I have no snacks. I didn't go to the store. Oh, I, I ran. I really, out. and I almost when I left, I almost texted and thought I should I, ask well, what people. Clearly, made. going to the grocery store was beyond many of our. <laughs> Capabilities. Nobody was, went. It. I mean, I like did. Doug did. I did. It was a hurdle we were unable to, <laughs> to climb. Can't get there with this over. equipment. Can't do it. I can't finish that metaphor. <laughs> Are you? Do you need food? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Do I look like I need? Well, food? you never know. No, 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 no. Do I, had, I look peckish. No, I had a couple things earlier. I'm fine, <laughs> and I'm having this fine summer <laughs> shandy. Cheers, Escort by well, name. Here, oh, oh my God! Here's cheers, cheers, cheers to, to the, you. In we go, this in summer. Up to the all your finale. Up your the season stuff. finale. Yeah, um, it's not the series yeah. finale yet. <laughs> what? Um, what are you doing? There's a line in um, uh, "Death on the Nile" where 
Frenchie is walking with David Niven, and he's got that like obnoxious <laughs> accent. He goes, "Well, they see food or something." He goes, "I am un petit femme." He's like, "You're a little girl, which would be femme." <laughs> he's like, "No, femme. I'm a bit peckish." <laughs> it's made me laugh for years. David Niffin looking at the gigantic sweating Peter Houstonoff. You're a little girl. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot all about Peter Houstonoff. Um, Holy cow. Oh my god, how that so line good. delighted me. Mm. <laughs> because no one no one could tell someone off like David Niffin. He just the Maggie Smith of his gender. <laughs> True. Even in real life at the Oscars. Yeah. With a streaker. Oh, that's right. There's a man who will forever only be known no, for, for his shortcomings. shortcomings. <laughs> it's, on, it's good on the fly, right? Oh, fly. There's no reference. <clears throat> My heavens. Well, hi, everybody in the chat room. And Nat and Doug and Jenny are all on. Oh, Doug, you're sitting right there, right too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in two places at once. I thought there was somebody else named Doug. I'm like, we got a new, we got somebody else. Look at that. Um, I did see well, that Alzheimer's in the in the YouTube chat room. Um, uh, Bridget is there. Bridget was going to listen later, she said. She just checked in. She was going to listen back in later. In your own time. Yeah, whatever you got to do. In your own time. Whatever needs to happen for you and your people. <laughs> Clint Eastwood now. <laughs> That's from Billy Elliot. Okay. In your own time. Okay. That's when he... That's when um, Clint Eastwood directs people. Mm. Instead of saying action, he says, in your own time. Oh, does he really? Mm. I don't know that. And Billy Elliot, when he goes <sighs> to rehearse. Right. Yeah, when he goes to rehearse, he, they just sit there waiting, and he finally goes, in your own time. Well, it's a passive-aggressive way to right. get the baton back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's passive-aggressive for get get fucking going. Yeah, just wait. We're started. just waiting on you. So is it time now? <laughs> it's funny. Oh. I do shit like that to people all the time. Is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Yeah. Is it ready yet? Is it re- Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Oh, good gosh, Cat! We're there. Tra- one of those how is the How is the shirt empire progressing, and and how yeah. do the next four weeks look for you? You know, first of all, I'd like to go by my by my Native American uh, name. <laughs> yes, God damn please it. do. I made one hat. typo. Does anyone still wear the hat? Hat. Hat Carlson. Here I am. Cat in the hat. Here I am. I, I do. Lo- I do love a Facebook typo. Uh, and a. And a quick-witted buddy early. I love the two of mm-hmm. those things in in uh, mm-hmm. yeah. in concert. Yeah, I like those a lot. Um, the Empire's busy, busy, busy. Sure. Uh, and really hot. I finally broke down today and bought a swamp cooler for the garage. Okay. Because I'm cheap. I wasn't gonna again this summer. And then it was already a hundred in the garage at like nine o'clock, and it was like, well, guess what? We're going to Home Depot today. And hot in the garage was not with no airflow. Like it'd be different if it's warm with air moving. But did you have airflow yeah. at all? A uh, couple of fans. Yeah. Just people watching yeah. going, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, it's their love and encouragement that yes. gets me through it. Gets every it shirt. Gets me going. Every shirt uh, made with love. And the audience loves me, and I love them for loving me. But no, so it just gets cooler. <laughs> Some ice water and a little personal swamp cooler, yeah. it, it makes a makes a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I got lots of work to go in, and the next couple of weeks look just as busy. Um, partly good. because I'm taking one of them off. Oh. <laughs> Fills up the other two. Fills yeah. up the other two. It pushes really, it to the other days. I get it. Yeah. Really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going on a on a long road trip to Idaho and back. Right. We're gonna, you know, the empire marches on and well, strikes back. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, it strikes back. <laughs> it does all those things. <laughs> yeah. It I'm, returns to the Jedi. It does uh, all of the different things oh, the empire does. Wow. I have not much new to report. In fact, a friend of mine that I haven't talked to in a couple of weeks, she's like, "Hey, what's going on? What's new?" And I said, "Nothing." Nothing. 
literally like I'm still standing here making these fucking shirts like I was the last time I talked to you. You asked last time. Right. right. I was making a shirt. What was I doing last time we talked? Yeah. Making shirts? Same yep. shit. Still still making shirts. Same song. They just right? keep rolling on uh-huh. in and I keep saying yes. Yeah. Well, sure. That's how an empire gets built. That's what, allegedly, sure. Doing, doing. Like we can hope so. Indeed. What the hell? Oh, there's Joe. Got it. Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, so, okay, so we're all kind of with Cap. Yep. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Moving around you the curve. You wonder why I want to take the month mm-hmm. off. Moving around the curve to, to Doug. Doug, you look, you look very, um, you, you look cool and collected in your, oh, in your nice you. light blouse you've got there. Thank you. I mean, yes, it's with your very, salad. It does. It's all these light and refreshing <laughs> exactly. summer standings. That's how I feel about it. It's a one salad shirt. The only salad he can wear. The only shirt. I do like to match my, my blouses to my salads. <laughs> I think I'll, if more people would do that, right. just put a little what thought a into it. What a wonderful world it would be. Your place, yeah. <laughs> Good, really. So I'm happy to be here drinking my summer shandy. <laughs> We're happy Nothing's to have new. you. Nothing's new. I accept. I dove back into getting some schoolwork ready for the fall, and I felt a little bit better about myself, like actually doing something okay. meaningful. Right. And then I did see. Cat on Saturday at Cobalt oh, yeah. for the wonderful Golden Girls. Um, I didn't re- realize it was a yearly event. I was told that later. Yeah, oh, we've the, done it a couple of times. The, the trivia thing. The trivia yeah, thing. Sure. It's also a fundraiser for schools. I should have let Aaron know. She didn't already know, but it's for kids who you know can't afford, which is sadly a lot, <clears throat> back to school stuff. So it raised money for that. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. Oh, it was so nice. And it was really, like, it was a good, it was a really good turnout and a nice group of, like, crowd of people. And the, the trivia guy, that host is really funny. He did a good job. Ian, Who yeah, does yeah, it? He's very, mm-hmm. uh, Ian Christensen. Oh, mm-hmm. got it. It was just charming. Yeah. And they did and really. And he brought his mom this time. It was uh, very, very cute. It was okay. cute. And. It was. Yeah. It was so cute. Such a genuine moment because, uh-huh. you know, he's doing the raffles and everything. And they've got different baskets. They've got the booze basket and the porn basket and the, I don't know, the restaurant basket. They were matched basket, to the characters. Oh, so, okay. the, so they're going through and they save the porn basket for last yeah. and they're going through and they're trying to find the winner for the ticket. They're, you know, they and it's the a ticket real number. porn basket. <laughs> you know, they're looking, they're looking, they're like, nobody, nobody. And his mom is on stage with him and his mom goes, oh, wait. Oh. Goes and checks her tickets. And sure, she won it. Of course. Yeah, she won. Her. And first of all, the crowd went bananas. Like they were yeah. all pulling for mom to win the porn basket. And Ian <laughs> yeah. was speechless for at least he two minutes. Couldn't, like he had could checked not the t- ticket like ten times. Bright red. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was because yeah, really he was just stunned and, yeah. and didn't know what to do. Like he was like, I I just don't know what to do because my mom's just won this entire basket right. of like. Disgusting gay think, porn. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. Was, well, show us what she's won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he described it in detail. So. Yeah, no, it was a lot and of fun. Before we she won or after? Before. Oh. That's, what we, that's why it was such a funny thing. Oh, there was a big buildup. And yeah. it was the uh, Blanche, the, considered the Blanche basket, uh-huh. you know, so it was very funny. But, you know, but, but like, what's she really going to do with all that? That's That was my only thought. That's her like, business? <laughs> no questions? I'm no not questions. judging. Listen. Yeah. But it was, Catra, it was hysterical that, that she priceless. won. And she got up on the stage. I'm sensing a great. re-gifting happening. Yeah, exactly. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I've never met her. But but pick uh, me, pick me. <laughs> well, I, my, my buddy that was with me, I thought we thought maybe she'll like donate it back in and let him just raffle it again. But she did. Oh, no, she decided to keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. So... All Good for her. Orga- too. Yeah. God, yeah. Well, Wait, that's a whole. Isn't that the premise we'll, of Grace we'll talk and Frankie? Off about what was in there? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure so there was a man my, on man action yeah. videos. Uh, okay. No, there was some <sighs> anal beads. Very, very close. Yeah. Oh. So, um, okay. I'm gonna go. Butt Moving butt on. Butt. So I'll that. Butt butt butt. No. It, <laughs> I will tell Show you. Show me later. what I've won. I will tell you later. 
But the highlight of the Have evening. Seen Mom's <laughs> rocket. <laughs> this one's not a popsicle. <laughs> Look what the dog found. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The highlight of the evening, though, was that um, when I went up to see Kat before I was leaving, I got to be part of the Cobalt Drink Test Kitchen. Oh. And I got, she made a delightful, potentially new cocktail. It was just divine. It was really, really What would you good. like to share what this was? Well, I don't want to just... say it wrong because Anal can, he'll stay. Yeah, that, was, that was the garnish. It's basically, no. It's that was the garnish, Al. The garnish is a little strip of anal meat <laughs> off the rim of the glass. New different kind of martini. Not... <laughs> marketing. Think of marketing. Yeah, I know. So what's with the large set of pearls? <laughs> I wonder how many drink. of those offshoot would really donate. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, if you just get a bunch of strands of those beads from like Mardi Gras and just cut it up into sections. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fair. You could just do that. Yeah. Don't mm. cut yourself though. Some of those are sharp. Oof. <laughs> um. So I, have to, I feel like she's speaking for personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't know my life. Yeah. <laughs> we don't remove them that fast. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Good tip. But still, Good right, tip. You just imagine just like a like a rough fingernail. Just oh. Yeah. All right. Still eating that salad, are you, Doug? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just going to slam this four now. Times. Yeah, I feel the same. There's like four bottles of booze in this house that haven't been drank. We have two bottles of champagne. Yeah, have we even opened that one. We've no. opened it. Yes. That, okay, that's open. And then there's another one in the in the in the fridge in there that uh, Carlton's been trying to get me to drink for six months. Oh, maybe today's the day. Or no, no, no. I, <laughs> no. Come on, I got four Sharpe weeks. Diem, the motherfucker. I got four weeks off. I can I can do something while you guys are gone. Oh, oh. So tell them what was in the drink. Oh, um, <laughs> fuck! I don't even know if I remember. So Thank you for bringing it around. It was so good. We hired a new uh, bar back who's been working at some other bougie crafty bar in town, mm-hmm. and he comes to us and he says, "Well, I'm the specialist for all of your like cordials and syrups and mixers and things." He says, "I'm, I'm the pro at this," and I said, "Okay, prove it." And so he did, and he went and he made a, um, he took rosé and peaches. And reduce them Ruin down into shit. a... What's that? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Settle down. Some people like peaches. I know, I know. Shut up. I've met them. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of them. So he took... Because he wanted to make... And I feel really bad for him because he was all proud of it. He showed up. We had a little like a little like cocktail building meeting. And he shows up and he says, Well, I've been saving this recipe for a long time and I really want to make it. And I want to call it like Jameson and the Giant Peach, right? So oh, it's like a rosé and Jameson cute. and Peach. Right. Cute, cute, cute. So we talk about it a little bit, and I pretty much eviscerated his entire recipe. I said, nope, instead of this, we're going to do this, and instead of that, we're going to do that. So we took his peach rosé reduction and added um, just vodka, and I wanted egg whites, but I didn't have any, so I used a little <clears throat> bit of half and half, and Wasn't there a probably something in there? citrus, maybe a botanical. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Honestly, I don't know what I put <laughs> in there. Botanical? Do people refer to it like that? A botanical? Who knows? She did. I don't oh, know she did. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Yeah. Some sort of like herb, like a yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a I got her. like a plant. It's, 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 that's the word they use like, in the crafty <laughs> cocktail world now. That's, those are bars I, go to. I can't go to bars like that. That's I just, just pictured a bonsai we tree sitting in front of me. <laughs> <You know, right. laughs> Maybe I put a bonsai tree in your cocktail. You don't fucking know. Yeah, your life. You don't know. Shaped like where a, it is in your you just, you just like paid me twelve dollars for it. You don't care. <laughs> you just. You know, I got your money. Fuck you. <laughs> got an open tap. Swipe. We're that's, done. That's my entire business model. Got your money now. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're gonna lick the leaves of this bonsai oh. tree until you're drunk. But no, in all seriousness, it's it's a lot of fun to to kind of up the cocktail game and and to do some really fresh and interesting things. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, but kudos to the peach rosé mm-hmm. reduction. Oh, and yeah, it was yeah, yeah. that. And, was it, a, and it was tasty, uh, and it was just a little too sweet. Yeah. yeah, it was a little too sweet. I told him he should do yeah. less sugar <clears throat> next time. Exactly. But yeah, poor Max. He showed up with this beautiful recipe, and I was like, "Nope, we're not going to do that. We're not." Well, gonna if do he's that, never really made this. it, you know, if he's never really made it before, right? Right. He just had the idea, and yeah, and he's yeah. so he's so very funny, and and like kind of weirdly <clears throat> starstruck in a way, because he'll bring me something that he's made, and and I'll just you know make cocktails and sell them to the people because that's what you're in the business well, of that's, doing. Well, that's right. what I'm in the business of doing, sure. and I've and I've trained a lot of customers, really regular customers, to just. Come drink whatever I'm making today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people really like that. Like, what are you making today? I want to taste something new. Whatever. So I can sell whatever he's brought me. And he's just in awe every time. Like, he watches every time I pick up his his special creation and gets all, like, giggly and funny about it. Crack it's probably, out. like, half and half in the world of the people that are just going to drink the same things. And the people that, like, every time mm-hmm. they want to go out, they want, like, a little something <clears throat> different. Because so, I always look at people that yeah. want to see a drink menu, and I'm like, I knew what I wanted when I got up this morning. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> What's right. really funny... It's McDonald's, the same fucking menu. <laughs> What's really funny is it's less people like that and more people willing to try something new but afraid to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So bad oh. bartenders have trained so many customers to just drink shitty vodka cranberry because it's easier for the bartender. And I think it's awful. And so I've gone around... Because when, when I started making craftier cocktails at Cobalt... I was poo-pooed from here to tomorrow. No, no, no. Nobody's ever going to buy this shit. This is all they yeah. want. All they want is vodka soda. And That's lo and behold, true. some of the most like dedicated to their brand, uh-huh. staunch vodka soda drinkers, all mm-hmm. of a sudden were like, well, what that are you making over there? I want one of those. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's the thing of, I think, I think Lazy Bartenders has created mm-hmm. this culture in bars of... You have to fucking know what you want, and it has to be easy because I'm it's always willing because to try my life new. is hard. Oh, I mean, I look at a menu, but I very rarely everything. I'm like, mm, sweet, I want to try you know something I mean? new, right? And and sugar and is involved in a lot of it because <clears throat> yeah, and you... I always I'll always try one, but then I'm like, can I go back to what I was drinking? Sure, because oh, but except for that one night that I did it, and I ended up bedridden for uh, two days. But you like that? You like that <laughs> oh, mezcal that a, margarita? That was a at, good one too. You though. like that mezcal oh, margarita? Oh, yeah, Mar- margaritas are where I let everybody mix up. Like when I was taught how to drink properly. I was always told you need to have a drink, a standard go-to drink, mm-hmm. in case no matter where you go. So if you go to like some really busy meat market bar, whatever, you just I'll have a vodka soda or whatever. Oh, I agree. And th- but then you can v- go off the path, like you were saying, into other things. But you can't. You shouldn't be the one. You've told this story before. Like the line's been ten deep, and then they get you. They're like, I don't know what I want, and you're like, We'll stand over here. What the fuck is you. wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> well, but I've but I've also solved that problem. By the stand to the side. Now you can, no. Now you can stand right in front of me and say, I don't know what I want, and I'll I have. A couple mm-hmm. of like one answer questions, yeah. and that's what you're getting. Oh, okay. What color do you want? Purple? Great. Agreed. This is the cocktail. <laughs> yeah. We, like, honest to God. We like, had the euthanasia at BSOS for that question. Sure. Mm-hmm. We we invented that drink that. one day I as to like that. how to put it together to have that ant that ready. And no. then I went to drink. We have a house drink. Right. You're going to love it. And every once in a while, I just call it the basic white bitch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you want the white girl drink? Something mm-hmm. kind of sweet that you don't taste the alcohol? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's and like perfect. I said, that's, that's that crowd. Yeah, welcome in. You're gonna come, spend your money. Come on in. You brought money to leave here. That's I'm gonna help you do it. Oh. If you don't and know what you wanted to drink, then I do. We just had one yeah. fancy drink. And they're and happy. It was, yeah, it was purple and it looked really pretty. No, in I've, the red I've light. always got like a speech and a whole like I've got a whole like seminar uh, yeah. about the cocktail that I'm about to make you. But you know it works. Mm-hmm. And Doug got one. And I'm just singing along to the video. I did. It was yeah. wonderful. He was trying to leave and I walked over. I, I was like, I was trying to go home, this. and she's like, "There you go." I was like, "Okay." 
Well, I'd already made one it. One more. I'll have one more. Already one. Sure. For medicinal purposes. I was either going to give it to you or throw it out. Like, what right. am I going to do? You should drink it. it um, open up fun. a Nan's link in the um, chat room. Oh, That's wow. funny. That's good time. I actually have to open up the chat room over here, so let me get on that right. little bit of business. Where the hell is it? Am I oh, here. It's right here. Oh, by the way. Hi, Mom. I saw you come into the chat room somewhere in there. She's, what uh, were we talking about? Oh, Doug, Doug were you continuing? No, I'm done. That was my news. That was okay. your news? That was we it. We talked about the salad, the shirt, and the cocktail. <laughs> that's all I, that's um, all I ever need. It's like a salad, that. a shirt, and a cocktail. <laughs> a pop and a pirate, a bow and a Maybe pants. Maybe I had pants. <laughs> yeah, well, I meant, well, it's not Winnie the Pooh this shit. You know what I mean? Let's go for pants. <laughs> <laughs> Even a capri. Like, that would be fine. <laughs> a capri pant. A simple capri. She's just a simple capri cat. A pedal pusher. <laughs> clam diggers. Put your clam diggers on. Put your on. clam diggers. That, I mean, that sounds wrong. Oh, it I've does. Seen that yeah. One before. yeah. <laughs> This does it isn't wrong. Your salty clam is in my way. <laughs> well, my God. Speaking of salty clams, Al Perkins, what have you been doing? <laughs> uh, have you had any sleep? A little bit. A couple hours. Um, <laughs> that feels like enough. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, so, funny, weird story last night at the stroke of 1036-ish as I'm... Oh, I think I was trying to watch um, the latest episode of Big Little Lies. I was oh, like, I haven't oh, started I have to, yet. I uh, drink entertainment. Out. I tell Kat something about that. Oh, good. Because I did not get to finish it. So <clears throat> a message came through from the Ancestry Humans that just said, Hey, I uh, just saw this message. This is really my husband's page. He doesn't really play around on this. But here's who I am for further reference. And I was like, okay. Cool. And nice, it was a message nice I had sent too. in January and didn't even remember what the message was, but... Whoever the message was to, it was his wife that read it and was getting back to me. <coughs> well, because you were messaging some people that, that you thought might be cousins. Had some clues, yeah. Right. Um, uh, one that I wasn't sure what was going on. She kind of dropped off. Um, and she was worried, in retrospect, it turns out she was a little worried about my reaction to stuff and that maybe she had come to a conclusion too soon and didn't okay. want to share it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Contestant number two, the wife, had no such qualms. So I get another message two seconds later, and she's like, well, I looked at the family tree, and based on the little bit of facts you gave me, um, I know who your family is. Hooray! And I was like, all right. I'm going to put Big Little Lies on pause for a second, and then... (laughs) So I read it, and I was like watching Meryl Streep do something fascinating, and I was like... Well, I guess I should Google something there. Like that, you know, won't hurt. So I like paused the TV and I just Googled the um, the name and I got a, an obituary for someone's sister. And I read it and I read one sentence as a run-on sentence and it was like she was predeceased by and it listed all these names. So I was like, oh, everybody in the story has, is dead. Like she was mm-hmm. predeceased by what seemed like a paragraph and a half of names. It's a lot of people. <clears throat> so I went in and I googled the, the husband's name, and mm-hmm. I got his obituary, mm-hmm. and I looked at it, and I'm like, nope, this woman's alive in this story. And then I went back and looked at the other one, and I was like, oh, there's a period there. Predeceased by this one person, and everybody else was still alive. Oh, good for them. So I was like, <clears throat> okay. And then I was like, I guess it's worth a look. Like, she's born the right year. She could possibly be who we're looking for or some kind of a relation. And then just started digging, and like about 15 minutes later, I had like three, well, I had like two really solid leads that that was my mother, and 
by the time like 90 minutes had passed, it was, it turns out it's my birth mother, it's three brothers and a sister, like wow. all found, all verified with, all the dates were verified as to what I had from vital statistics of my mother would be 35 years older than me. And then the sibling would be 17, 15, 13, and 11 years older. And Marnie was, Nancy Drew Jr. was good enough to, like, help with research. And I was like, I don't know if this person's related to this person. She had a chat going, and she was, like, throwing pictures and Googling names and showing me, like, LinkedIn things. And, I mean, she was, that, wow. do not try to hide yeah. from her, by the way. P <laughs> yeah. to the S. She gonna find you. I could do it. I feel like I could do it. <clears throat> I would suggest cutting off all ties with the media <laughs> or the Wi-Fi. So she found something really quick. And the, one of the funny things was, I was like, I don't think that guy is related to her. Like, I'm not finding a connection between those two people. And she's like, you mean except for the old lady that they're both standing next to you in a separate picture? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is the same person. <laughs> that would be their mother. <laughs> the one threw me because she was surrounded by shamrocks. So I did not realize oh. that it was the same woman for the other, from the other photo. And then I was like, well, this third one, she's like, the one that says Grandma E. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that yeah, her last name is E. That is the right person again. And Marty was like, okay, you're done. But then I found a couple on my own after her many embarrassments. Good for you. And uh, so it was, it was fun because at first it felt like, is this just too quick and too fast and too completely random? Right. And then it was like, Nope, it's just a question of it, just the right person seeing the information. And I want to go to this lady's house and see the wall that she has, that she looked at it for one second and was like, oh, yeah, you fit right there. Because it's her husband's, grandfather's, half-brother's wife. Wow. That she did that circle, that two jumps up, mm -hmm. one jump over, a half step over, and then a marriage line back. It was like, yeah, right there. That's her. Wow. That's him. That's the right people. How much yarn does she have to put all this stuff together? Oh, it really felt <laughs> like what, it felt like yeah. what's her face from Showtime, yeah. um, Homeland, like Carrie. Oh my gosh! Like it just, it, I was like, and then we did the math. There, there is something slightly amiss with the story that this particular fella and I share the same share the same DNA because his grandfather's half brother's wife's child <clears throat> should not have his DNA. Because we crossed over to a half-brother, and then we crossed to a wife. You don't have the same DNA as your wife. You bring your DNA to your children. Unless but you marry your cousin. Right, unless somebody there. So there's 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 probably some part to this story that's going to be uncomfortable to hear. Sure. Or uncomfortable for someone to tell. Right. And I had talked myself out of that little bit of math. But then I got the... Um, I got the email back from her that said, Okay, you figured out who your mother is why do we, you and my husband share the same DNA? And I was like, I really think we have to f tread carefully there. Because right. that doesn't make sense. And um, <clears throat> so that was that was interesting. And it was funny because like, I went through it with like three different people and did the little round robin and like two of us got to, well, that makes sense. And like the other two were like, no. Yeah. But it's a no because they don't want to face a story? No, it's a no, because the, the yes people were, like, not doing the math and thinking, oh, yeah, that works out fine. It's somebody's son's children. And then the other person was like, no. 
that that that's not how that's going to work. That's not how any of this works. That's not how, the, how any of that works. I understand what you're saying, but <laughs> my, like what you just said, some somewhere there's something crossed, and somebody's not telling the accurate story. Right. Is that what? Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to answer it because of that. But nobody's. I mean, no one's. No one's been asked a question to answer it. I'm just showing people the math and being like, does this equation lead to this? And it's a no one has no no one's got an interest in this. Right. Right. The two people that saw it first said, yeah, that makes sense. And then the, me and the other person were like, no, you can't get backwards from there. You know what I mean? So, like, there's no one not telling a story. No one knows. There's no story to know yet. We don't know. Sure. So, um, somebody knows the story. They just oh, don't. somebody does. We just <laughs> gotta know who to ask. Maybe it's Grandma E, whoever that is. Yeah. Well, we know who that is. But, um, right. But yeah. I mean, she's. So, it's interesting. So, I sent a message this morning. I decided, you know, she's in her 80s. I'm in my 50s. The siblings are in their 60s. I just sent a message to two of them. But I did it on Facebook Messenger. And, like, there are people that don't use that. So right. we're going to give that a little bit of time. Right. You can always tell when they've well, read it. And, and if you're not already friends, sometimes it's hard to get to. Yes, it is. Right. Like, I always, I have to really think hard about how to get to my message requests mm-hmm. if I haven't responded to it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that is tomorrow's thing is to friend them. Okay. You know what I mean? And well, I, and what what do you think the 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 woman who responded to your your inquiry from January, the one who came back, and is that like why do you and my husband have the same DNA? Do you not think there's going to be over this holiday weekend a couple of phone calls or a family gathering where hey, funny thing, I got an email. Well, no, she doesn't know any of them. Oh, she, you know what I mean? She's just looking at a family tree where like this random person came up. That's like who's that? You know what I mean? She's she and who's that is you and who's that is me? Like why? Like third cousin? How? Without any of the DNA on this side, but one link for a grandson of a half brother of a wife. Oh, but she's so far away. She doesn't know them. She doesn't know them at all. So then her thing was to she was like, but do you know this other person, Teresa? I think her last name is Johnston. Do you know this Teresa Johnston? And she used her screen name. She's like, she looks like. And again, I want to know what the fuck she's looking at on the wall that she like traced it over, like headquarters. What's the name on that one? Like, yeah. <laughs> you need to get a hold of TMNI ninety nine and find out because she looks like she's closer to the story. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know who I'm already talking to? She's been on this for uh, for other reasons, <laughs> I'm sure. No, but she's got like this giant map in her house and has followed my DNA back to figure out where I go. It's probably in her computer, but yes. <clears throat> right. Right. I can't see my, I have to open up my big computer to see it because like once you get to like fourth cousins, the right. thing is like, it's a tree. Yeah. You have to <laughs> zoom up and like look at one inch of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been very crazy. We'll see who answers back. I tried to word the, the, emails as gently as possible to kind of like right you know <clears throat> that's a good there's move. a there's a chance that we're related through some dna stuff and some family stories that i've heard from other people do you have any idea where i would fit into your into your family i don't know what anybody knows so you know what i mean i don't want them to wake up and be like ah you know and go screaming well, and, like and and unfortunately or fortunately <sighs> however you want to look at it um the dna does not lie Oh no no so, no, so no it's nothing no, about it's nothing about that it's just about like respecting everyone's no, feelings yeah. that I get but I'm just saying you know if if all that matches up and you know it all kind of comes together there's nobody can deny like, I don't know who you oh, are oh no no but if it also comes back that they don't know anything that that might be the that might be all I need to know I don't want to go like I don't know that I want to ruin someone else's 
you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to ruin someone's relationship later on with their family, like in right. their sixties, for something that means not if they if they have no knowledge of it. Sure. You know, and play dumb, <clears throat> then I might go, like go with it. You know what I mean? If right. they're Do like, you mean the immediate family? Yeah, like I, that's what I mean. But I, that, but I think they would have knowledge of it, right? Because of the because of I, how I, old the siblings were at that time. But right, but I I don't. It's the sixties. Who knows? Was one that when somebody sure. could have been living on an ashram? I don't know where everybody mm-hmm. was hiding. Yeah. Oh, and was you know the other thing. It pretending? might be welcome news on the other side. The others. It yeah, might be like, right, oh yeah. my god, we we've wondered where you were. Right, yeah. right. And then uh, how many times have we heard stories where women never look pregnant? Yeah. Like right. they, oh, nobody may have that's actually known. Giving birth at the prom dress. Yeah, yeah like she may have. I, I get no one. Yeah. I pay a picture of what this woman they was like at her you know, youth, a, but like you were and back in the days, right? You could hide things like that by saying, "Well, mom's sister's sick in Illinois, and right. she's going to go take care of her for six for, months, right? And she could, or two months or whatever." Sure. And she comes back, and like maybe family doesn't really yeah. know. Although I would think they would know, but maybe there's a way that they don't know. Yeah, right. and because we all know stories of like I have no idea that happened. Right? <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Yeah. I was busy playing high school soccer and missed yeah anything anyone was. I was a teenager and was looking at my feet. Mm-hmm. For the I never made eye contact with another human in my. I house. told you that story of that cousin of mine yeah. from Tucson about about a month or so ago. The one that. That there's four kids and she's the third one and it was happened during a separation and it's because my great aunt had an affair with the principal of the school who was white not hispanic so my cousin is one of like when you see it's clear stands out lou is her and father who is more native american than anything is not her father so i mean it's just obvious but right. she didn't know that most of her life oh. and because just everyone closed ranks you just didn't sure. yeah. everyone knew and talked about it behind everyone else's, you know, yeah. back yeah. like that, like you do. But she didn't know for a long time. But like I've said before, with this thing, I so mean, you when just you, don't when you know. do well, the ancestry and, and of the twenty-three and me, like you take the good and the bad because yeah, there's right. no lying from that. So no. all these stories, all these mm. years that everybody's hidden and covered yeah. up and done, all of a sudden, yeah. Grandma, mm-hmm. can we have a talk? But you know, <laughs> sometimes they also don't want to know because there was one the last yeah. time I was the last time I was home with my family. Um, in May, they were talking about, you know, they, they talk about genealogy and this kind of stuff. But my grandparents just did one of the 23andMe, whatever. <coughs> I won't. I yeah, don't want to do it. You said you don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they were they were talking about how my great aunt, um, they suspect that she had a child very, very young. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother staunchly just doesn't want to know. Doesn't want to find them. Doesn't want to yeah. make sure not to click on any of that, like find my family sure. stuff in the DNA. Sure. She says, nope. If she didn't tell me when she was alive, I don't want to know now. now. Right. Yeah, but that's totally reasonable. Like, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't matched by DNA, but when I was going through stuff uh, on mom's side, when I was doing her stuff for her and all that, when we did ours, you know, going back through death records, we found out again, not by DNA, but we found out that her mother, before her mother was born, had a sister that died mm-hmm. as an infant, and nobody, like, we'd never heard that story. So that was interesting, but again, right. everybody's dead in the story anyway, Right. but it was interesting because none of us, we immediately called my aunt and were like, do you know this? And she's like, no. It's not really yeah. the thing you bring up at Christmas dinner either, uh-uh. though. Well, they're all dead. They're all and gone. And death records but, are really an interesting way. Yeah. You know, my grand- and when you get on Ancestry, you can see all the death mm-hmm. records. My, my grandfather on yeah. my dad's mm-hmm. side was 45 when he married my grandmother, who was 21. 
So he had had a previous marriage. He'd had kids. He'd had, you know, which was not really ever much was ever discussed about all that. But there is like a whole set, like if like now that we're in the twenty three or whatever ancestry thing, there's all of those people are part of this like equation that. But he didn't really ever want to talk. Didn't really talk about it. it it's just like, but they're but they would be there. And one of my zealous cousins that has found some of that information. I mean, it's interesting to me, but it's like just like wow like people sometimes have a past or a life before they came into yeah. a new story and you just don't know I bet that's a, could be a lot of men too who like might have had a previous family and also decided not to tell anybody sometimes like, they have them in tandem he, yeah, yeah exactly no well that's <laughs> the thing you true. said you were scared of like you're gonna find you have some half brother you right, know and, like, and you don't want to know yeah, oh, yeah. I, I had two different people say to me I no, you're really right. want to find out that my dad has like kids in Korea yeah, you know what exactly. I mean exactly don't want to know or whatever which is, they were in could the be part of the story of yeah could be part of the story sure. yeah and it's it, it, it is fascinating and it was one of those things where I kind of like um, I, I just kind of lost interest in stories about people I don't know you know what I mean like right. I, don't, I don't know you and like the one the one clue kept hinting to me towards my mom's stepmother because she was married to my grandfather so it wants to add in case you're close to a step parent Mm-hmm. It wants to add that in. I'm like, my mom hated her. <clears throat> like, you know what I mean? Like, right. so I, was, I was like, I don't really care. We don't care about her. <clears throat> and then the man that I could call my grandfather, because he was alive when I was alive, was not my grand. He was my grandmother's second husband and a very nice man. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't care if he's got kids. We don't. We, we didn't grow up with them. We don't know them. We right. don't have any stories with them. They never, they didn't come over and stay at the house with us and drink Orange Crush. You know what I mean? So I'm like what's meeting you gonna do in my 50s right like we I called your your actual grandfather my grandfather for 25 years okay cool nice to meet you yeah when I built mine I let all of that be part of it. I didn't care because I yes I I knew some of them some of them I despise you put it on there but but I didn't feel like going down that route. oh no no I don't even reach out and connect to anybody I get that but it's like I when I built the tree I made sure that everybody's kids and brothers and step well, I, mom knows, and I'm not telling tales out of turn. Um, mom found out that previous husbands were dead because of me. Oh. Like, I text her, hey, did you know blah, blah, blah oh, died six yeah. years ago? And she's like, huh? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ancestry.com showed me the obituary. Like, it shows you stuff, and uh-huh. we didn't have any idea that some of these people were, were gone or where they'd moved or whatnot. And then the other cool thing has been that I have connected, actually, with a couple of people um, who knew me as a very tiny kid or like back from when my grandparents had their restaurant. They, they were there back in the 70s. And they, oh, I remember you growing up. Aren't you Diane's son? And da 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 you know. And it was kind of neat to hear a couple stories here and there. And one of them, uh, and I think my mother had forgotten about it too till I reminded her, my biological father's father had another marriage in there in the middle of everything where he ran off to, uh, he ran off to Seattle and got married and then, like, that was like a six-month thing, and she drove everybody crazy, and they ended that. But everybody had forgotten about this <clears throat> wedding altogether. So yeah. I got a hold of his brother, who's still alive in Texas, and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember her, and sent me a couple pictures and all. I'm like, what the hell? I had no clue. But it's just interesting for me to yeah. know that. Clearly, I'm not reaching out to anybody, because I don't care that much, but I just like to yeah. know what had happened and how we got to this fucked up place where my family was <laughs> at a certain time. Right. And I found out all kinds of stuff about my dad's mother. And again, I always found it interesting why she, she always and mother, I, as you're listening, I know you'll you'll we've talked about this. She hid every. She's one of those people, you know. It was a it was a it was a pill in the afternoon and vodka, mm-hmm. and we never talked about the bad stuff, mm-hmm. and she never wanted to talk about the past. 
that I found out through all of the ancestry over all of the addresses, I found out the little shacks that she lived in because her parents were broke ass poor. Yeah. She never wanted to talk about that yeah. ever. <clears throat> right. And I was like, well, I really wish that now that I know that, I wish that I would have known that then because I'm like, I could have learned so much more about her life other right. than just, I drive a Cadillac, I smoke Territons, and I drink vodka. Yeah. That's all I really knew about her later. <laughs> and so she wanted really you checks to know. All the yeah, it really does. That sounds like my family. Yeah. That's the census form thing. right if, there. If it's a family that has never like discussed yeah. why mom got heavy one oh, year. right. You know what I mean? In 1967, what happened to you then? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, was she just hiding behind coats like they do on TV? So, you know what I mean? Like, lots she stood behind a lot of pillows. sofas. Yeah, she just tables. stood behind the couch all the time. And Felicia Rashad of the yeah. shit out of the, the she pillows. Was always carrying laundry somewhere. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, or the time they hid um, Shelly Long in the grate. They hit her in the floor because she was so pregnant they couldn't. So she's like looking up like this. They said she was like the baby in the well. She fell in the floor grate and they did baby a whole Jessica. episode with her down the baby Jessica, baby Jessica in the well. Baby Jessica. Tragic. So I said, so you, I kind of want to, I don't want to be like the bull in the china shop. Like let, let's see what everybody right, see knows if everybody and responds. what everybody wants to hear. And you might get like really positive like oh right, you want yeah. to know more and oh yeah i mean i want to be a complete debbie downer but i wanted to phrase it in a way that like okay well in your own time you you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> however you want to process this but again we're um, all past 50 do so. you um right. i you may have already mentioned this and i don't recall obviously it does how their algorithm all works where it puts all of your dna's together and it says hey this person might be a cousin this may be a thing blah, blah, blah. Who in the circle closest to this woman has any of them actually done the DNA, or is it all somebody put the tree together by themselves? Like, is there an actual DNA match that says this is your brother? Oh no, no, no! That's what, it stops at. It stops at this this Teresa woman's husband and son, and, and they just, just built the tree themselves. And it just stuck with her because the way she, I think she made someone else do a D, someone else in the family <laughs> must have had to do a DNA test to make sure that the connection was. Johnston, like oh. she was like, in the intervening months, she did something to find out that like this is the family, and she had it like the, I from what I can gather, she had it down to one of these three sisters, and I'll have to look at the I don't think the obituary is on here. I'll have to look at that. Ob- oh, I do have the obituary in here. Let's see how many sisters she has. I did find it interesting when you told me via text yesterday that you said none of the names meant anything to you. And based on what I know of where you're from, it's it's a pretty small area. Right? Like the like you're you, you keep talking about this neighborhood you're from where like everybody and their brother knew everybody. Yeah, I know it was even smaller back then. Well, and you said the, this well, it, got, it was bigger and it got smaller. Okay. You know, I mean it was a bigger city that just went down like this because of the steel dying oh, okay. and the economy dying and everything else. It used to be a fairly good sized town. <clears throat> so that is the part that was shocked me today because I sent out messages to people all over Niagara Falls, like, "Do you know any of these names?" I had a couple people that were like common friends. One was, one was a mutual friend that I just want. I wasn't sure about his relation until Marnie was like, "He's the guy in the picture," and I was like, "Oh, you're you're right." He's- <laughs> <laughs> they clearly know each other because they are standing next to each, each other in the picture, other right? Page. So, um, so yeah, so, the, so for the first part of your question, this Teresa woman narrowed down to three aunts. She knows the one closely, so she knows, she asked her directly, like, do you have a kid that we're looking for? And then 
she said no, and then I, I'm looking at the obituary for um, this Margaret. Oh, that's why I got it wrong, because she, she outlived two husbands. Had a girl. Her siblings, Francis. <laughs> Phil, so it was Francis, Margaret, Phyllis, and Ruth are the sisters. So she had it down to, because of the DNA, that it had to be one of those four women that had me to be a first cousin to. Like, it had to be, I'm a first cousin. So she had to look at everybody, all the aunts and uncles, and think, who could it be? She narrowed it down to the Johnstons, and then she narrowed it down to the women from what I deducted, and she had these four women, and so she's allegedly going to call this Ruth, and Ruth is going to, strangely enough, Ruth is going to be the one to answer the question. Mm-hmm. And Ruth could be the bio mother? No. no she's the oh, she's sister. The sister. Um, and then you said something but about... But we know that she... We but know because bio of, mother. We know, we know that. Right. Because her sister would have to have been born in the same year and give birth to three boys and a girl, all of the exact same... Like, the, right. the statistical information has what year, like, how old they were. And the one seemed off until I realized, well, I was born in May. Their birthday's in October. So they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be that much older till, for six more months. So year-wise, it looks like we're 14 years apart. But then when you look at it, you're like, oh, no, we're only 13. He won't be, mm-hmm. you know, at the time. So there's just we- there's weird. It was weird math. Um, you also mentioned that one of the brothers or something lived like a few houses down from a, your sister. Mm-hmm. Lived on 57th Street. We lived on six, six, still live on 60th Street. So a little closer to the river, but that's like, you know, we can spit to it. Wow. That's just like, that's fascinating. Yeah. I'm just, again, it's like for a little, I mean, for how like geographically small it is from my mother's house to the river is further than it is from my house, from here to my house. Like the Niagara River, it just every street ends at the Niagara River mm-hmm. would be maybe 8th Avenue. Like, it's that. That's how close it is. Just one block. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it is, in this case, it is shockingly close. Like, yeah. Says that every time. Right. <laughs> we, can, we can walk there. It's at very, the end of the street. A very brisk the end of this ten minute, street. 10 minute walk would get you at the Niagara River from my mom's house. Who's going to walk briskly? I'm not yeah. sure about that. So, yes, and then it has fucked up my head. And it's been a very, it's been a very, and it started off with a very good friend of mine who kind of surprised me with making, um, Sunday, our last Sunday, Saturday night and a Sunday morning, our last night of working together. Um, again, I did some, I have a shitty schedule this month, and I was like, oh, I finally have to like open up the calendar and look at this schedule and see if it's as bad as I remember. And I looked at it, and I looked at his schedule, and I was like, wait, what's up with this shit? So I went and like hunted him down on his floor, and I'm like, what ain't you telling me? And he's like, I'm, I'm done after tonight. He's, uh... like, oh, he's like, I'm done after Tuesday. He's like, I might come back in the end of July and like when I'm in New York. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and I might stay till the first week of August. I'm like, when I'm in New York. And he then he got out a calendar and he was like, oh, fuck, I fucked this up. And I'm like, oh, I'll work it out. So got a really nice like thank you note from him, like on a personal and professional level of just being a friend and a mentor. And so I went to bed kind of crying yesterday, sad about that. And then I woke up and I was crying again. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, it's so, an emotional yeah. whirlwind. And then I knew I had dropped a bunch of bombs on people <sighs> overnight. I had left so many messages at like 1 o'clock in the morning when I went to bed that I kind of knew when I got up to pee at 7 o'clock that everybody's been awake everybody's for like three like hours, hours four hours. Right. Everybody's been reading everything. I'm like, oh, I guess I should start answering texts. There's a buzz going back in the New York area somewhere. New York State, rather. Not New York City. Western New York. So yeah. would you like talk to them on the phone? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a phone number yet, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not objecting to anything because it doesn't. Would you go back? Oh, I'm going back in three weeks. 
I mean, two weeks. I imagine you're. Will you be? Full. Will you beat your sisters? Yeah. You, oh, I thought you were going to the city. I'm. I'm doing a little bit of everything. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little. A little Baltimore. Oh, I didn't know you were going there. Okay. A little Niagara Falls. A little Pennsylvania. Wow. Some Boston. Some Rhode Island. I'm all over. Good God. All right. Planes, trains, literally planes, trains, and, and auto. Sure. Wow. So. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see if some if if there's a reply. Um. And like I said, I did spend a little bit of time. <clears throat> The, the DNA with that last name really got me at the last minute. Like, just as I was about to fall asleep, I'm like, oh, it doesn't add up. <laughs> like, I, my head hit the pillow, and I just worked it out again, and I'm like, nope, I can't make that work. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to look at that diagram one more saying, time. I'm going to need a chart. Yeah. <laughs> but we can do that later. Yeah. We'll do, I'll, I'll, it, and it works with, I know what you mean, because it works on a chart. And yeah. um, But so, you know... I had a short conversation with Debbie. Nancy Kerner hasn't called me back. Um, showed some pictures to some other people. There was some people that saw a resemblance. Oh, the, and the one thing Marnie found. I did. Yeah. It, I feel like I did, too. The, the one Terry. where the two gentlemen are yeah. standing with the lady yes, in the middle. Yes, exactly. I agree. But, yeah. Did I miss photos, or was I not on that chain? <clears throat> oh, I didn't. I just, you uh, sent me, or however, I got that yeah, picture. I'll, I'll I was say, getting ready to go to sleep, no, and there there's was, no question. I muted something. Yeah, I, there was. There is no question. Marty found a <laughs> picture of one of the, the men's sons, two sons. And Marnie was focused on the older one, and she's like, it's your fucking doppelganger. Mm-hmm. We're done here. And I was focused on the younger one, and I, I mean, it looked like me at 10 years old. I was yeah. like, you just need to put a Mr. Peanut t-shirt on that kid, yeah. and that is me. Who The picture that showed up with the, the woman sitting with the infant baby, like a, like an Olin Mills picture, what is that? There, in one of the in one of the things, there is a picture where like, like she's in a studio with like an autumn backdrop, and she's got the blonde hair and the child. Oh, I, I think that is one of the one of the um, men's wife that died. I think oh, okay. from just from just from reading. Okay. <clears throat> again, it, it looks an older picture, but I don't like. I don't know how old. They... I, I'd say put that in the mid seventies. That picture. Yeah, which would make mm-hmm. them again either eleven, so they would be older. Okay. So I don't know. And. I don't, I don't know. So it's hmm. very that, but that was funny because I I I looked at that little kid and I was like, "Holy shit!" And the older guy, the only person that anyone's ever said I looked like was when I was younger. People would occasionally mention Matthew Broderick, and this kid looks just a little bit like Matthew Broderick. So I saw it, and Marnie like was like, "It's your doppelganger," and I'm like, "I don't see that." But okay. well, what I still am amazed with is I don't get how you to me you look just like your sisters. Like every time I see, mm-hmm. like, you, how do you, you just yeah. look just like him? Yeah. Well, Ruthie always said that too that she had to adopt a kid to get one that looked like him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and then Jenny says, I should just say I need a new kidney. So, some friends that I was talking <laughs> to. Oh my God. <laughs> some friends that I was talking that's to. That's one I'm way like, to get him to call back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well. Or get him to no, not call back. Tell, or no, not. tell him, Somebody you need a new right. Do you need a kidney? Because I got a good one. Um, as I said, it's like it's not like I'm calling them for money. Kidney? Anybody? Kidney? Yeah. Kidney? Oh, yeah. kidney? My God. My, my kidneys Orange are good, Orange and Orange I got Orange an albumin greater than four, so I'm living large. <laughs> Which is a joke for my friend Jenny. Because always, I'm always worried about albumin. So, I mean, that's so too much but so what Ricky Lee Jones last week in concert Tim and I went and saw her at the Musical Instrument Museum if there's anyone you even are remotely fond of please spend the tiny amount of money on a ticket to the Musical Instrument Museum oh my god it's so much fun see a show the acoustics are spectacular spectacular there is did you get to go visit any exhibits there or have you ever this time I I have before 
and whatever exhibit it was, we like wandered into the hall and saw a little bit of like they were playing an example. You know, you sat for a couple songs and you get up and moved sure. on. Sorry. Cool. Oh, sorry. What'd you do? Break. Way to go, Doug. So, um, and where is that in the valley? It's, it's, it it's right down the street. It's on the same street as Mayo Hospital. It's Tatum in the 101. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got but it. But it's on Mayo Hospital, Mayo Boulevard. Because All right. Yes. I think it'd be cool to go just to the museum itself. Oh, it's, it's honestly so is, much and it's fun. a great summer treat. It's a great thing to do on a hot summer day. Very air conditioned. Very air conditioned. Spend <laughs> hours. My folks and I spent like three hours there, and it wasn't enough. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, we spent the the bulk of an <laughs> afternoon, and they like were closing the doors behind us. Is yeah. it like the Smithsonian of, of musical instruments? Like, is so it it's, everything? It's very cool. So it's it's divided by geographical region and by um, kind of culture, right? And so you go through and. Uh, my poor mother has no no um, interest in anything on the entire continent of Asia, and we got kind of stuck in Asia for a long time. Um, but they have they have um, you wear a headset, and mm-hmm. it corresponds to where you're standing. Like it's got a little GPS or something or sure. a sensor, so you just stand in front of the exhibit, and you can read the thing, and then it tells you, and it plays music in your ears, and it's so much fun. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's very very cool. I would be happy to go with you anytime you want to go. Well, I think mom would probably enjoy that too. Maybe no. we we'll have to figure out. My how parents to... went, yeah. and my mom loved it. Yeah, and it's yeah. easy to pick so her up and then continue on your right, way. Right, because we're just up right, and, go. and from from where she lives, it's very close. Like that's just a little yeah. jump on the one hundred and one over. Right, over. I have right. a feeling I'm going to end up back there in February because we yeah. did not get to any like any of the American music, and my mom is a huge like pop music fan from the '60s and '70s, yeah. and whatever the exhibit yeah. was, we didn't see. Anywhere near enough, and I was just enjoying because we went on like the the first summer they opened, mm-hmm. like in the first few weeks, and I was just like, "This is super fucking cool." And then whatever the main thrust was, they had people playing that instrument. Oh, that's like, cool. Do you know what I mean? So you would go in and you would sit in the auditorium. Yeah. And I thought cute place to see a concert. And then Ricky Lee Jones, a musical genius. The woman is sixty four years old and. At first, she seemed a little shaky, and we weren't sure where she was going, and she's playing guitar, and she just had this, and she had a, a, a percussionist who, swear to God, played 19 instruments at the same time, and I'm not even making that up. The vibes, the drums, the bells on his wrists, bongos at the same time that he's playing the vibes, and he was doing shaker instruments, because I didn't realize like how many like Southwestern-themed mm. songs she has, so he had like the shakers in different keys to kind of like evoke... A rattlesnake and her songs are such beautiful such weird it's weird there's some weird stuff but such beautiful storytelling and so evocative so to have like someone just gently tinkle what sounds like a rattlesnake in the distance or like dun dun or like this major chord that comes in and like he just tickles away at the vibes to just let that like it just sounds like a breeze going by and just and then her she turned she turned around she played three different guitars she sat down she played the piano and she got 30 years younger when she played the piano. And her voice was just magical. And you could just see the years melt away and her love of playing the piano and just how good she was at it. And then, like, two guys that played, like, seven different guitars. So they were, like, a musical instrument museum all on their own. <laughs> like, every time that guy picked up another instrument and played it, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Because I was like, is that tambourine pre-recorded? Because she's playing the piano, they're playing the guitars, this guy's playing eight things. The... He was playing the drums and could get the bells the sh- on his right. arms to like be mm-hmm. going while... T- I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I vote no. <laughs> He's not human. But the songs are beautiful. And she did, like... I We thought maybe 90 minutes. Um, 
two hours and 45 minutes of Hokey like, smokes. Just everything. And like, gore- just the gorgeous music she's written. And then a couple standards that she threw in there. I think I cried 12 times. I'm so God. Just. And I had read a review recently that said that her second album had like all the people that it, it, it had like. Um, that, that she was obviously inspired by. And the one was Sondheim. And I was like. Well, that's odd. I don't think I've ever heard a Sondheim kind of feel from anything. And this one, one song ended with this beautiful, like, little rhyme, and then the music just played out, and it just went softly, and I was like, motherfucker, that is Leonard Bernstein. So that's like the West Side Story somewhere, just playing you out of this mm-hmm. beautiful love story about this couple. And I was like, that, that's, that's just gorgeous. Like, she got me. Like, And like every single time, and funny stories, and sometimes she'd be telling a story, and she did, and she's like, oh... That's supposed to end on the right key, but I don't know what chord I'm in. So <laughs> let's yeah. try that again. And they're all tuning their instruments. And she would try to do something, and she would hit something. She's like, hmm, no, it's not the right note. And then she would just play around, and then she'd come in and, like, sing the song. She would never fuck up when it was going, but getting into the song, she would just dance around a little bit and look to everybody, like, anybody got the chord for this? And then, just bam, she's done. Give me a C, a bouncy C. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. But uh, but and to watch somebody the vibes. Hopefully, when I go back there again, someone will play the vibes and explain to me what the fuck those are and what I was watching, because it was the most intriguing instrument I've ever seen. And the, when I googled this guy, that was his specialty. He plays the vibes. Okay. So there you go. So that was that's that's it. Ricky Lee Jones and everybody was so old. It might just feel so good. Were you like the youngest person there? Oh my god, by a century. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was talking about their coffer. You know, it's the record from college. It's their record from. You know, it was their first, like, wonderful act from college. We're like, we was 12. And actually, mm-hmm. me and Tim were 11, because neither one of us had had our birthdays yet. <laughs> so we were 11. Again, we were never children. We were 11 years old. And, th- and this was your first time to see her in person, yeah. right? And now I'm so sad that I missed that last two times that she came through. So now I'm just going to put her in a Google alert and just right. follow that bitch wherever she goes. <laughs> <laughs> What you need, what there, and maybe there already has been. If um, Ronstadt ever does a story uh, time where she's not going to sing, I get that. There. But if there's just going to be her telling stories about just sitting there telling stories, oh, they yeah. can just play yeah. her songs. Yeah, and, then just play her songs. Right, right. She and the other thing is, she's right, they recorded them. They could do that. Yeah, very, we very have the technology. So all of it would be yeah, new information. She's so interesting. Mostly, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she doesn't. She has done very few interviews. So there you go. So sorry, I took up way too much time. Girl. Oh no, that's fine. I wanted to hear about the uh, b- b- both those topics. I knew you were very excited about the the concert and and how big um, the the auditorium where they play. How big is maybe it? Maybe three hundred seats. Maybe four hundred. Trying to compare it to another theater, like well, like would be like a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Okay. Got very it. true. Yeah. Cool. Seats are a little closer together, but. Oh, like an old-fashioned one. Yeah, before they made them nice. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Little fold-up seats and all. Well, I really don't have anything exciting to share. I watched a movie on the recommendation of my mother. Which, by the way, um, she also recommended. She sent me a text specifically saying that I need to watch um, the... uh, um, Oh, God. Why can't I think of it? Um, Barbara Lane. Tales of the City. Tales of the City. But she had also said, and I wanted to see how they did it, uh, the movie Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I heard good things about that. Which too. was it that was one looks really it sweet. was good. It was a cute movie. But what, you and McGregor, yeah. What really got me in that movie was the, <laughs> the one-liners that come from Eeyore, Pooh, um, and Tigger. 
The one liners are hilarious. just I don't Eeyore's care who you're at. Eeyore's, fu- Eeyore's fucking hilarious. And, I, and watching the credits, um, I knew the gentleman who did, uh, who's done Winnie the Pooh's voice for many, many, many years. Um, I've seen him in different interviews and whatever. But all the time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, who in the world is doing Eeyore's voice? Who is that? I kept listening. Finally found it. Brad Garrett. Oh. Brad Garrett from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond and whatever. He's got that big, that big, uh. big voice. But obviously, I think they modulated him just a little bit. But still, it's it's there's just the yeah. one-liners are so funny. When at one point when he would be a good Eeyore too. We need the yeah, really because everything's always He'd bad. Be always bad. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I just looked up Eeyore memes. Oh, I fucking love Eeyore. Yeah, can't help it. Um, oh but it, it was cute. And I, what I really wanted to see with that movie was how they technically did it because. They're all alive. Like, they're all just a, an alive stuffed animal in a world that they don't know how to deal with because they come out of the Hundred Acre Wood into London. And they're like freaking. Just, well, in, just a pig in a big city. It just was very, it was a very bear. cute. And how they did it. A bear it all. and a pig. A bear and a pig. Oh, good. Well, there's a bear and a pig and a tigger because there's only one. And a piglet and a roux. You know the most wonderful thing about tiggers? It's only one. Tiggers are wonderful things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very, anyway, it was, it was very cute. So, sitting at. Watching that, I was like, "Wow! I watched a movie. Look at me! Look at that! Look at you! One. It's like a brand new world. It's a whole new world. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh my gosh! Well, don't that's, you dare uh, close your that's eyes. don't you dare! <laughs> you had it. You had an Eeyore meme on your Facebook page, I think. I don't know if it was an Eeyore meme. I've got a couple Winnie the Pooh memes where it's the the whole thing where Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are walking. Yeah, and Pooh says, "Piglet, what day is it?" And it. It's the day we burn the motherfucker that's, that's down. That's it. That's the yeah. one. Oh, I thought that was Eeyore. My favorite day. That's my favorite thing. It's yeah. the day we burn the motherfucker down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite that's day. Okay. I can hear I thought voices. it was Eeyore. Oh, my no. God. Like, what day is it? No. In the one scene where Eeyore, like, when he makes his first appearance in the movie, because the Christopher Robin, Ewan McGregor's character, gets back to the Hundred Acre Wood, and he's looking, because Winnie the Pooh can't find his friends. <laughs> so he gets back there, and he's looking for everybody, and he can't find anybody. And all of a sudden, you hear that voice from Eeyore, like, oh, here I go. I'm just going to float down the river. And he's on his back, floating in the river. And he's like, and he says, where are you going, Eeyore? And he goes, I'm just going to the waterfall. I'm going to die. Like, this whole thing. And he's just floating through this thing. And Christopher Robin jumps in the river, which when he was a kid would have been like up to his waist. He jumps in, it's like to his ankles. And Eeyore's just floating in like in a shallow little stream. And the waterfall's like this deep. It just was it was so cute of how pessimistic poor of Eeyore course. was. For He's a little moment. cynical. He was very cynical. He's clinically depressed. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when Winnie the Pooh's in the kitchen and he's trying to climb he climbs shelves and they all break and there's this huge noise and <laughs> Christopher Robin runs in and he goes, Pooh, what are you doing? And he just says, your ladder doesn't work. <laughs> so many cute lines. Sweet. That's what was so funny about it. But anyway, nice. So that's really about all I did. Do we have... Uh... And the, la- the third, sixth book in the Tales of the City series, the, it's called Sure of You, and the um, opening quote is, um, Piglet grabbed Pooh's hand, mm-hmm. or no, Pooh grabbed Piglet's hand and says, Piglet, and she says, yes. And he says, nothing. I just wanted to be sure of you. Oh. oh, and it's such a such a beautiful. I actually quote. have a question about this whole series. Now, going back to uh, again, we're talking about the um, Tales, of the, Tales of the City. So, the first round that I remember hearing about this was in like the eighties, right? When PBS nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety three. Oh, that was miniseries. I thought it was older than that. And I just watched it. So and died laughing at so the end. I'm is, like, all of that. So is all of this is that 
Did they just remake that, or no. is this a continuation of? Continuation. It's it's later on, so it's okay. Because um, I wasn't sure what I was going to be seeing. Can when you I watch from the start premise to of it? It's Anna Madrigal's 90th birthday, right? Um, uh, the first series, Tales of the City, which is based on the first book, okay, is is a terrible mystery story. It's awful. Well, there and was, hilarious. every book had a mystery. Every yeah. book, every it's book had a mystery. Awful. Yeah. The second one is awful, but delightful. Yeah, I had um, so much fun watching it, but we, I got to the end, I was like, are you kidding? And since there's sequels built in, but PBS got the gave it the kibosh because they got all that hate mail, mm-hmm. so Showtime picks it up, and I think those are on YouTube now, so then you can watch more tales on Netflix further now. tales. The first ones are on Netflix. The first no, one. One. Not, one. Not, the original, okay, the, the 1993 first miniseries one. is on Netflix. The new iteration, which is a Netflix original, is on Netflix. But the middle the two middle are ones. on YouTube, I've heard. Okay. So that's okay. more this is going to take further. a lot of work for me to watch this, right? No, no, no I'll give you, no, no, I'll no, give you no, all no. the passwords. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, what do you mean? We're right. But if you have Netflix, the, it's, the, right. it's the original one in PBS that most everybody watched. It was right. their highest rated PBS show in history. I think the record still holds. Yeah. But they had to get rid of it because they had gays and uh, lesbians and transsexuals and drinking. Yeah. So the next and, two are the next and two And the transracial. Books. And transracial. So the next two... <laughs> oh, yeah, they even they tackled that <laughs> issue 40 years early, too. So the next two books are next two series are just the next two books. They went book by book for the first three. Then there's three books that they've done nothing with, and then the last three books all just kind of got compressed into this series. Oh, okay. So Michael Tolliver lives. The, um, Marianne and Autumn and uh, the Times of Anna Madrigal are all done in this. And is one that series. the last one? Yeah, the Times of Anna. And Olympia okay. Dukakis was in the original '93, and she's in this one, correct? And in the correct. middle ones, her and Laura okay. Linney are in all oh, of them. No, well, okay, Laura Linney's always worth. Yeah. Tuning in for Oh, Chloe doesn't stick around through all of them? And her... Mona? Uh, no, Mona. They change Monas. Oh, they, they go from Harrison's doppelganger to another yeah. actress. And then I... And I, I know that I asked him when I went to the book reading, like, did he get mad at whoever was supposed to be Mona in real life? Like, why does she just disappear from the series? Like, mm-hmm. she has a weird story in London, and then she's just gone. Yeah. In Baby Cake, she has, like, a story, and then she's just gone, and then they mention her... Just in passing later, and they did it, and they did the same thing in the series, like because she's Baby Cakes, not Marianne. Baby right. Cakes is is Mona, Mona, Mona right? Maybe so he felt like that, that was just her story. Yeah, and but it just it just felt too to be so connected to those characters and pick out who you're going to pick, and to have her just like fly to London and then just disappear off yeah. the map when she's such an integral part of the Stories. main story. Yeah. Just felt a little like mm-hmm. he was inspired by someone who pissed him off, and mm-hmm. he was like, mm, "Yeah, <laughs> writing you out of the book." I, I could just yeah. see. I yeah. can see I can that just, argument. We can write you right out of the TV show. Yeah. In fact, I've had that argument in a bar, and I've never written a book. Ask Roseanne how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what. It, <laughs> right. Well, that's and there's Hollywood's full of that whole. You ask for a ra- Suzanne Summers. Do you like a raise? We'll have you calling in on the telephone and oh, do your that, role. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best line in Tootsie when they're walking through the sets and they pass a casket. And, and uh, Tootsie goes, who died? And you're like, the violinist? I didn't even know he was sick. Well, he asked for more money. He fell through the ice. <laughs> <laughs> and you get that whole character arc in like one sentence. And then there was the scandal. I with, didn't even know he was sick. When Dynasty, the, the one season, the Moldavian Massacre, they called it, um, which was the where they go to the wedding in Moldavia for the one daughter. And basically, um, so it's a way to get the entire cast you know, there. And then they have these terrorists come through and like, go, like start firing with machine guns, mow everybody down. So it was 
sold as, oh my God, the most shocking thing and, you know, t- cliffhanger in TV. And <laughs> what everyone knew inside was the producers were like, no, we just now basically have killed potentially everybody. So, don't get don't get greedy. Don't, don't get go, greedy. Yeah. No, because yeah, everyone's technically cause they When they pan over the crowd, everyone's just like this. Well, they just wake up the ones that, that they're going right. to use next season. Right. And I was like, that's really shitty brilliant. thing yes. to do. It was brilliant, brilliant. though. It was brilliant. It was like, and that was after that was the whole thing. Like, no, no, no. We can cliffhanger your ass. So yeah. just stay right where you are and don't get too greedy. Or we can just leave you out of a season or two. Yeah, right. <laughs> you decide to play along, we'll bring you back two you're seasons. You're going on a trip, trip to Europe, right. motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You want to you see London? <laughs> Do you feel lucky? <laughs> see how it worked out for baby cakes over right. there? Yeah. Read that book. <laughs> Looks just like the unemployment line from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, speaking All of unemployment right. line, let's see how this is going to work out for us. Look at this. A headline segment on a Tuesday where we're going to talk about stories and things that happen near and far wherever you are. Oh, I think there's a stiff in the trunk. Oh, I knew you had that one. <laughs> uh, glitter with terrorism. Terrorism with glitter. Strike that, reverse it. Uh-huh. Yeah, go. <laughs> Flip it up and reverse it. Uh, Bill Cosby's going to teach you something. No, he's oh. not. Fuck him. <laughs> India's first openly gay prince celebrates pride. Dreaming up lottery numbers. Uh, something else I picked out. I couldn't find a second one, so I need you help. Still mine. Lost <laughs> memories found again and having your cake and eating it too. Oh, and we're going to have cake. And we're going to have cake too. That's exciting. <laughs> Shit. All right, kids, stay with us. Two minutes away. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. Is this not your mother's recipe? Yes, and now I'm passing it on to you. So try to keep up. You're listening to You Talk America. Educate. Syncopate. Radio communicate. 